The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, October 28th, 2022, season 18, episode number 61. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star, presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, today, we will get you guys ready for Cowboys versus Bears. It happens this Sunday at noon at AT AT&T Stadium. Uh, We'll have some fan questions. You guys have already loaded me up. Thank you guys out there on Twitter. I got plenty of questions from fans. Let's start first with uh, injury report, and let's talk about some of these injuries. And here in the last, I guess, five to ten minutes, uh, we got a little bit of an indication on what's happening with Zeke that sounds a little different than what Mike McCarthy was willing to give. Uh, It sounds like Jerry Jones was on the fan and uh, gave his own perspective on that. I'll read this quote. Our own Patrick Walker tweeted this. uh, The quote from Jerry, yeah, for sure. And uh, and it has everything to do, and this was in reference to whether he could, uh, Zeke could be ruled out this Sunday. Yeah, for sure. And it has everything to do with how we're... um, how this weekend... I don't know how Patrick wrote this. This weekend, with this bye coming up, uh, I'm not sure uh, we would have done it this way had we not had the bye. This just gives us too good of an opportunity, and we'll see how he responds as the week goes along, and if we don't use Zeke to get him in top shape. Mike McCarthy said something to the effect of he does have a chance to play in the event he practices tomorrow. He is trending well, but it all is going to come down to a game-time decision. What are you guys thinking? What do you think happens here? Um, I think this head coach hates that the owner talks twice a week. Um <laughs> Because everything Jerry just said for 75% of that quote is that he's not going to play. Right. And then he gets to say at the end, that's if we don't use Zeke. So, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like and, – and, and then McCarthy's trying to play a game with the Bears, you know, like, well, maybe he, he's looking good. He could play, you know. And so I, as I, I wrote the story is if they played today, he's not going to play. But if he continues to make progress, then – you know, it sounds like if McCarthy says, "If hey, if Britt Brown and Zeke said, hey, I'm good to go on Sunday, they're not going to not play him. Yeah, right. I think Nick's story is going to be very accurate here. I think that to me, the word I was heard was slim. slim. You know, and it, I said, oh, thank you. I'm trying my best to slim down. No. Yeah. You're not talking about you. <laughs> no, I'm talking about me. No, we're talking to player, you yeah. dumb A. But uh, no, uh, it's the, it's, it's the, uh, the word, yeah, and you know, you know, Mike, and I think Nick's right. You know, Mike, Mike's learning. Mike's been here all these years now, and he's like, oh wait, I have a general manager that actually talks to everybody. I mean, Green Bay, Ted Thompson never talked to anybody about anything. So that's the great thing about working with the Cowboys. You know, you you got an owner that gets out there, a general manager gets out there, and lets the fans know what's going on. But in this case, I was told the word slim. So I'd stick with your story. 
I think today? you're going to be in good shape. Slim today? Slim today. Like, because because I think— Slim is about 30 minutes ago. Okay, yeah. And that's that's interesting because, I mean, when you look at what he did— Wednesday didn't do anything. Thursday came out there for the cameras and did mm-hmm. some stuff, bounced around, is what McCarthy said. And then I'll see how, how it goes today. But, um, you know, I, I think it's one way to go, man, bye week. You know, you got the bye. Just, or you can look at it and say, got to win this game. Got to win this game. And you're going to play with Zeke. Malik Davis and Tony Pollard, or are you going to play with Pollard, Malik Davis, and Quadre Allison? I'd look at that knee and I'd say, well, what could happen? You know, and and, and I'd use the bye week on another way. I'd like, I mean, you can look at this two ways. I look at the bye week and say, well, you know, if he's still sore, you got the bye week as opposed to the two weeks. So yeah. I, I wouldn't rule it out either. I just, you know, it's funny that we're here sitting trying to guess, but it's like it's Friday. The game is on Sunday. It's not like the game is five days away where you think that, okay, that's enough time. You're talking about maybe two days where you would know already kind of how that looks. Um, Mike McCarthy talked about it, and he mentioned how in practice he looked like he was trying to ramp it up and go a little too quick, and they're kind of like, oh, slow down. You're looking good, but slow it down a little bit. And mention, let's see what he does tomorrow in tomorrow's practice. But to me, I don't see this game being a full-on necessity. Like, this is not you're going to win or lose this game whether Seek is available or not. I think they can still get away with the win without having to put Zeke out there. And they, they know better. They know. And I think that Zeke is very much in tune with, I would imagine, after experiencing last year, with kind of his body to where he's not necessarily going to be saying something that or like trying to hide something just for the sake of being out there and playing. I think he he's mature enough to know, oh, hey, maybe I do need to sit this one out, even though he's a huge competitor. But either way... I just don't see it. Yes, I would love to have Zeke out there, but I just don't see this being like, man, It all it, win or lose is going to depend on whether Zeke is there or not. I think they can effectively still run the ball with a guy like Tony Pollard, and then if you want to put Malik Davis out there too. Yeah, I kind of agree with you, Amber, but it's, it's more about the fact that I think, um, I think Tony Pollard can still be Tony Pollard and probably give you a little bit more. I think Malik Davis, at least what I've seen so far, suggests that he can do maybe what you don't want Pollard to do. Nick, you talked about it yesterday, those short yardage, yeah. those goal line type situations. I think he might be okay to be able to do that if if you don't want to give it to Pollard. Because I do think Pollard can do some of that. Yeah. I wouldn't put him in a situation where he's doing that over a five- or six-week period. Yeah, but yeah. for one game, and you've got Malik Davis, I do feel like you have enough in your backfield that you can still do some effective things to be able to run the ball, especially against a defense that has shown it's not great against the run. So I, I actually agree with you on that, Amber. Wow. <laughs> Why do you say wow? No, because you say you actually agree. Like, like we're always in disagreement. No, well, no, it's not that. It's more that I don't know that a lot of people out there listening to us, and I don't even know if these two guys sitting here with us agree with that. Like, I think a lot of people probably would think, hey, no, Zeke makes a huge difference. I, I bet if you ask the coaches, they probably say, we think Zeke makes They win four games with a backup quarterback. I'll believe anything. <laughs> <laughs> they can do anything right now. They can do anything right yeah. now. But, you know, it's, as long as uh, this game is going to come down to their, to their ability to play defense. Yeah. And it's going to come down to can you make the the Bears very one-dimensional? If you make them very one-dimensional, force their quarterback to have to make plays, like Amber says, 
running the ball with Tony Pollard and Davis and Dak throwing the ball to Schultz and you know and to CD and those guys, you should score enough points to beat these guys. That's where this is going to come down to. You got to look at the big picture. Of this thing, you know, yeah, I mean, it's important to win games. It really is because you only have what seventeen of these now, right? And the fact that you know Philadelphia hasn't lost yet, you know, yeah. you you can't just go into a game. I mean, if if your players are just on the you know, if 50 50 on playing or not, you got to really consider that because yeah. you can't keep giving away games. I mean, you look at the Eagles' schedule and the way that they're playing, they got a lot of the similar teams that you have, but they also have a couple in there that they should just walk. And you're like going, okay, how far, you know, it helped last night that the Buccaneers lose. I mean, let everybody just keep losing. And, you know, if you don't win the division, get the best seating you can in that wild card bracket. You know, that's that's the thing. At the end of the day, just add them all up. And, you know, losing a game to the Bears and then going into the bye being 5-3 and three in Philadelphia playing Pittsburgh, probably being Pittsburgh now. And in, in Houston next week. Yeah, yeah, and then you're going, well, okay, look, now where are we playing for? You know, are we going to catch them? Is something bad going to happen to them? So. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about winning these games if you can, but I'm also big picture thinking, Green Bay, Minnesota, you know, games with the, you know, games with the AFC South coming up. I mean, just think a big picture of what you're going to have to do, you know, to 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 put yourself in position to get in the playoffs. Now, yesterday we had a couple guys pop up on the injury report. Micah Parsons popped up there. So did Sam Williams. Although Micah was limited, Sam Williams did not practice. What are we hearing about them? Sounds like Sam Williams, uh, he's got to practice tomorrow to be able to play. Micah Parsons, I don't think, is an issue at all. You know, you got to remember everything's got to be reported on the injury report or you can get fined for it. So anything and everything that keeps you out for a little bit, hang now, you got to go to the bathroom, you know, and they might just say stomach, you know, whatever. If you miss it, happens. Happens. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Um, So, anyways, I think he's fine. Sam Williams, though. We'll see. I mean, that that could be an issue. Their knee injury that pops up on the middle of the week, you know, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, late in the day, I kind of got the indication that Sam might be okay. okay. Might be okay. But like Nick says, I mean, you never know. I mean, they say it's going to be okay, and then mm-hmm. something, you know, maybe he wakes up and it's not exactly okay. But last night, late, because I was concerned, like, Sam Williams, what, knee? You know, and, and then the, the, the comment I got was, should be okay. Okay. So the will, you know, but all these players, you kind of need to be worried. I mean, Noah Brown. People are asking me, what are they going to do with Noah Brown's foot's not good? Yeah, you know, does Tolbert get more opportunity? What happens? You play more twelve personnel. What do? You, how do you work around these things? So, yeah, you start taking. You know, Noah Brown. You know, Noah Brown will come up with four catches a game. Two of them might be a first down. You know, yeah. I mean, he he's he won the damn Cincinnati game for you, making five for five catches. You know, so he's a guy that you're going to probably need. You know, in, in this football game, so there's a lot of moving parts here going into this game right before the bye. They're they're spewing oil right now. They're just trying to get it to the finish line. Malik Hooker, where are we on him? I don't know, man. That ha- one didn't sound good. Hamstring misses two days. Uh, I, didn't practice at all. Didn't yeah, practice. Yeah. He was limping around in the Changed game the other day too. Social media. No. Yeah. No. We haven't. We didn't change it. We didn't change it. No. We haven't changed it yet. No. He's right as of this point. He, he's got he, a backup plan. We think he might play. We'll see what happens on Friday. We'll see what happens today when the injury report comes out. Yeah. For a lot of guys. I mean, this yeah. is where they, they put a status on there. We'll see what they do with Zeke. We'll see what they do with uh, Malik Cooker. 
He's a two-word guy. Uh, see what they do with uh, um, whoever else. Who, uh, uh, Noah Schultz, Brown. Schultz, Steele, they were on there, but they were limited. So yeah. Schultz was okay. uh, uh, Steele was fine, and yeah. Schultz were fine from what I Schultz heard. Schultz will be on the injury report for the rest of the year. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it could be. That the way, that, is, the yeah. way that injury is, it just could be. I mean, Keeps getting bent back like that. He'll be on it every week. Yeah, sure. I was thinking, yeah. gosh, like that, that's certainly. That's the worst, worst tackle a guy could have that's coming off a knee injury. <laughs> that one. That one you're like. Okay, he's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Jeez. final straw. He's, he's done. <laughs> that right. was it. <laughs> We're going to take our first break. When we come back, uh, I did want to ask you guys about, guys about Damone Clark. He's been activated at this point, so uh, I want to get your thoughts on what you think will happen with him, where he might be used, and how soon. We'll talk about that when we come back. DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far with up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less. The satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back to the break. Come celebrate Emmett Smith's 20th anniversary of his record-breaking run at the next and final stop of Cowboys Collections on tour. Come hang out at Grapevine Mills Saturday, October 29th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Customize new Emmett Smith hats, plus see rare Dallas Cowboys archives and original artwork. We'll see you then. Welcome back. Second segment of The Break Life in SWBC Morgan Studios at the start. The segment brought to you by Blockchain.com. And uh, let's talk a little bit about Demone. Let's talk a little bit about Demone Clark. Um, Sorry. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> sorry, you, you're good, Chris. You're good. I was Brian's late. just waiting for you. He's just waiting for you. His hand up. I'm sorry. Yeah, we can't Put finish the hand that. up. We can't go to the next part of the show until he hears that ding. <laughs> so make sure you get that for him. All right, uh, Damone Clark. Uh, he he got activated this week. He is uh, he is a draft pick that has been, I think, talked about a lot going back to the draft show by a lot of different shows. I think there's a lot of excitement in seeing him and seeing what he can bring to this team. How much do you guys expect him to play this weekend and in what kind of role? I don't – he's one of those guys I have to see it before I believe that he's going to play. Um, I think, obviously, there there's a reason why he's on the roster. Um, I, they're going to ease him into special teams. It could be this week. I could also see them say, Let, let's, let's hold this off and, and see – you know, with the, this game, they want to keep him even more like c- comfortable with what's happening with special teams. I I, I don't know, and they're not going to say it yeah. if they, until they, they throw him out there. It would not shock me if he doesn't play. But you know, maybe this is the type of game where he can get out there. Where his first game is not going to be Lambeau Field against Green Bay. So uh, if he's ready, play him. But you know, who's who, for who? Like who's he coming out for? I mean. That's what I was going to ask. Like, who are you taking out? Jabril Cox? I mean, I, I, he he doesn't play all the time, anyways. Mm-hmm. Luke Gifford? Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. They're not gonna they're not gonna take Luke Gifford off the field for him for special teams. Yeah, you know. So I, I don't I don't know about that one. Or maybe you don't bring up Quadre Allison and you and you just have two running backs and then you know your third guy is going to be a lot of special teams anyways so maybe he's there and you just hold your breath and hope that nobody gets hurt at running back yeah yeah you might be in a situation too where with you know with your with your you mentioned with your running backs your third running back usually plays as that special team guy mm-hmm. right so maybe you're saying well yeah we're not going to dress the third running back we're just going to go with the two running backs and then and then, and then we'll dress him you might be in a situation too. Noah Brown's a big special teams guy for you as well. Right. So all of a sudden, if Noah Brown doesn't dress, there's your switch off for the for the special teams. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, you know I, I think the, I think you find a way. I think you find a way to get him to play. Just because I think you like Nick said, this isn't Lambo feeling like that. You kind of want to you kind of want to see where he's at, and if he plays, and then you got the bye week. If something comes up. Yeah. That they you can now reevaluate like, oh okay this this happened or no I made it through fine you know so I just don't know how you keep a six three two hundred forty five pound guy off the field yeah. you know that that plays as well as he does and this is not LSU homerism but no. this kid is tough and he's physical and I mean he's a load to deal with when you watch him play I mean he he causes problems I mean the games I watched him play and, and just for evaluations am Alabama Florida I mean those are big games those are big games and this guy's like sideline to sidelines you know he's making tackles he flows well he runs well I mean they're talking about him what him and Micah and that competition you hear about this with like the GPS speed mm-hmm. like you know these guys are having a competition to see who can run the fastest. Yeah, I'd say a 6'3", 245-pound guy running like that number 11 runs the same way. I, you know, I think you got to kind of find a spot just to see what you yeah. what you got. If Even if it's taking Jabril Cox out of there, you know, okay, I'm sorry, it's LSU on LSU crime here. You're going to take – you're coming off, you're going on, you know, that kind of thing. 
I talked to Dak about him the other day. About who? Uh, Damone? Damone Clark. And he said what he loves about him is that he is absolutely all business. Yeah. You know, he goes, immediately once he got here, Britt Brown fell in love with him. If you don't know Britt Brown, like yeah, that's yeah. a big deal. Like that, that's that's a thing right there. He's intense. He's and He intense. likes intense people. Yeah. And and he, Demone Clark was serious about his rehab, serious about coming back. Didn't care what the other doctor said, but he won't play this year. He said, "Watch me, watch this." And you know, Dak said, watching him at LSU, he's like, "There's a tradition there. I mean, if you wear number seven and you wear number eighteen on LSU's team, doesn't matter what position." You are a badass. Yeah. Because you wouldn't get the number if you weren't. So he said when he saw that, and he said he pops up on tape. He said he's a Louisiana kid too. Yeah. Which Dak, you know, is as well mm. as I am. And um, <laughs> Shreveport, right? Shreveport. Yeah. Yep. Which probably spent the least time there of yeah, all. Yeah, a year. The, it was yeah. a year. It was my yeah. first year of my life. It yeah. was. It was. In, it was an interesting year. Interesting year. Yeah. But I, I tell you what, that Dak's got this kid right, though. Yeah, he's right. He really does, man. I mean, and, and Britt is, like you mentioned, super intense. Salty. Yeah. Salty, mad. <laughs> you know, I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're willing to follow his program, he will get you back yeah. as quickly as possible. Your players and, talk about it all the time. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's crazy. Going. It's crazy how he, you know, you can talk to him and he, he won't tell you hi sometimes. But, you know, you know that that player's getting taken yeah. care of. And I think the thing with Clark is, man, I'm just going to say this, and it's probably going to sound terrible. He plays with a lot of violence. I mean, a lot of violence. And that, to me, th- this defense is good and on its way going, even going higher. I think this guy could help you in a lot of ways if you get him out there with a guy that likes to play with some violence. So there's the question. How soon should fans be expecting to maybe see him playing some defense? And obviously, I don't think he's coming in and replacing anybody full-time right now. But could they this weekend? Could they this weekend start to see him eke in there a little bit? He's he's kind of replacing Barr on some snaps and kind of seeing what happens. Right? How how does Dak play? Yeah, (laughs) seriously, Dak plays well, and they go and they. Oh, you're saying they get a lead, twenty-seven to ten, whatever. Then then play some of your guys a little bit, and 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 not just him. Some you know, let's let's see let's see Kelvin Joseph at corner. Let let let's Mm. see some things like. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did that come out? Yeah, that wasn't supposed to come out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, your eye okay there? I'm sorry. Like, ah. sorry. Sometimes my face gives away things. Let's that are see in my Malik head. Davis running the ball. Let's see <laughs> Fernie. Uh, no, 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 it'd be sorry. nice to have a lead in one of these games where you actually don't know, have right? to sweat it. Well, this last I mean, game, I mean, you saw sounds of the sideline. That was funny. And Dak was like, "You want some of this?" Like he's talking to, to Cooper. Cooper. Like, like, "You want you want some of this?" Like he's like, "I've already right had. Now? I've already had." Some. <laughs> I'm good. That was funny. Yeah. It was. I mean, that's the thing about it is, but I, I'd like to see him get an opportunity. I think with coaches, it's about trust. Yeah, it's about trust. People ask me, well, why doesn't Jabril Cox play? They don't trust him yet. They mm-hmm. trust him on special teams, but you got to do things to give these coaches reason to and, put you out there. I mean, you've, but you've seen players; they already kind of thrown guys out there, not as just kind of because they had to. I mean, we saw it with Theron Bland. He got thrown out there with That's Jordan's good. injury. Good, yeah. He did well. We saw it. Sam Williams, he got thrown out there, and he kind of has yeah. met expectations as well. So you see it with, with the bunch of different guys this year that they've done it at times, and yeah. it seems to be working out that way. And, and I'm going to add to what you're saying about trust. I don't think it's necessarily like we're scared to death of you playing as it is – 
I trust the guys I've got. It's just like in anything, mm-hmm. the jeans that you're wearing. Like, I got these. I know they fit. I like them. I don't really want to. I, they're probably really nice jeans, but I got these, and, and yeah. they're good, and, and I and I trust them. It's about knowing that, oh, I trust Van Der It's not that oh, Jabril Cox could just mess the whole thing up or somebody like yeah. that. It's just that they coaches are stubborn, and they, they like their guys, and they don't want to have to change it if they don't have to. That's why the trade deadline's so funny yeah. for teams that are kind of rolling along well. Mm-hmm. Everybody says, oh, you can make one move and put you over the top. You don't know how hard it is to get a coach to change out players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just don't. Hey, coach, we could bring you this guy. Nah, man, my... Why are, we, why are we talking about this? My guys are doing good, you yeah, know, and yeah. coaches are creatures of habit. They just, you know, hey, how can I help you, coach? How, I, Dan Quinn will say, you ask a Dan Quinn, and it'll be, because I know people that worked with Dan Quinn, and Dan Quinn will say, yeah, bring me a guy, bring me a guy. There's a lot of coaches out there like, man, why are you messing with our roster? Mm-hmm. Don't mess with our roster right now. And that's the hard thing as a personnel guy, because you want to do everything in your power to bring on a Damone Clark, and coaches are like, Man, we're doing just fine without him right now. Why are we doing this? Right. Yeah, you it's know, about it's uh, about what you know what you have. Like yeah. even the warts, you know what that what those warts yeah. are. You can work around them, right? Yeah. You bring in somebody else, you don't know what you're getting. You don't right. know what you're getting from a personality standpoint, right. from a culture standpoint, like all those other things. So yeah, I think that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so let's get into some fan questions. We got uh, several here. We're going to run through. Uh, we got a question here from Todd. He says, "Everyone loves Dak, but why do his teammates seem to always receive the brunt?" of the blame when he isn't playing well. Now it's the receivers who aren't good enough. Maybe four needs to play better, too. You guys agree with that statement or not? I think you have to be fair about it because I, I know me personally, I've I've not just put it on one body. I've not, you know, trust me, doing five hours of radio a day is a beating when it comes to Dak and quarterback talk. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, or, you do it around here, quarterback talk throughout the history of the Cowboys. You know, even in the 70s when I was growing up, Morton, Staubach, you know, it was, they're, they're rotating him. What? No, what? You know, I mean, it, that's what this job is. And so, you know, I'm not going to sit there and just lay it all on the feet of Dak. You know, Kellen Moore, you know, be better. Ambar says, Kellen Moore, be better. You know, and Brian Bross agrees with her. You know, receivers, get open. You know, find a way to finish plays. Offensive line, give him some time. Quarterback play just isn't all about the quarterback. You know, it's about everybody around the quarterback and the people that help the quarterback do his job. And if you bought a new house, you bought a brand new house, and all of a sudden you had the fence starts to, to, to fall down, mm. what are you going to do? Sell the house? Get a new house? Or are you just going to get a new fence? I mean, like, you've got the house. You can't change it. You've already invested in there with Dak. So you've got to help him protect it like a fence would do with some pieces around it. You can't sit there. That's the reason why you're like, well, maybe the receivers need to be better. Maybe the line needs to be better. Because you're not doing anything at quarterback right now. That's what the guy is. You can complain all you want to about it. People do it on the radio. But they're not invested on the hook for him. So that's what it is. You're not changing it right now. So that's the quarterback. Give him some help. He's had more better help than he has right now, and he was better player when he had it. So you can't sit there and just change it all the time. That's why those questions to me are not – I mean – You're trying to find the right way to say I, it, but I, you just don't agree. No, I'm you not disrespect to, yeah, to, to the agree. question, but I, I, don't, I just think that it's like complaining about it being hot in July. This is what it is. So yeah. deal with it, or move from out of Texas, or move, or or whatever. <laughs> but like, that, but it's like at this point right now, you, we haven't. S- 
I'm going to say we haven't seen enough. We've seen years of him. But I think that specifically this year, and not taking into account what happened in the first game, because that's that's different than how the offense, how the team looks now, I think. You got the running game working for you. Every single week, it gets better and better. They get better at running the ball. Now you got Dak back. Last week, I thought he had a good comeback. Like, he had a good... Given the fact that he had not played games other than just one, he was out the preseason, he hadn't been practicing for those five, six weeks, whatever it was, I think that we need to give him more time to see because it comes down to the receivers. And I saw, an, and I hate that we have to keep bringing up Amari Cooper, but I saw it, I was reading some comments of he, he um, Jerry Jones was asked on the radio about him again, if they're kind of They're missing him, yeah. They're missing him, and he's like, well, I forgot, what did he say exactly? Hold on. Oh, here it is. Do we want to factor? Do we want to factor in the fact we haven't had Dag but two games? I think we should. That would have mitigated some of your receiver production without question. So I think you're not comparing apples to apples, which yes and no, because I'm kind of more on the fence of like I think they're definitely missing a guy like Omari. But this is what you got. So what? Do you, how do you get better with with what you have? And we talked about the schemes. How do right. you? Position your receivers to be open and yeah. How do you work better. them open? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's come. It comes down to that because we've saw even last week we saw Dak make some pretty good throws. Like it, it wasn't all of them, but we know he has it. He has the arm. We saw him in the red zone, kind of take off running. He's using his legs. So now it's just how do you piece everything together? And I think more so than Dak, the receivers need help right now. Yeah. All right, we're going to take our final break. We'll come back, and uh, we'll get some more questions. Uh, We'll be right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning the official ag and turf equipment supplier of the dallas cowboys visit unitedagandturf.com for more todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable and now todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour but the good news is todd has at&t 5g that is fast reliable and secure and he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew at&t 5g Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. 
The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral are subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the break. Head to AT&T Stadium tomorrow, October 29th, to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and more information. You're in the final segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the start. We are presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. That's right, the only beer. You all right? But the Cowboys are making some money today. How's that? Tours. We've only had one or two pop by. Tours up there. I mean, the rain isn't isn't slowing anybody down today. Well, if you guys ever want to be able to, I'm talking to folks out there listening, if you ever want to be able to get an autograph from Nick or Brian, take one of the tours. It's a good chance if you get in a tour. I walked in with the tour today. Yeah, you might be able to just literally. And actually, I heard something the other day, and this is typical Jerry. There was a tour going on. Jerry walks past the tour, and the people are kind of like, oh, that's Jerry. Mm. And Jerry just stops and is like, hey, I got a story for you guys. And he sat there and, and yeah. starts telling a story. That's the kind of stuff that happens that I think makes people want to do tours because you just never know what's going to happen around this building. And obviously, Jerry knows how to how to play it up. He knows how to make sure you get it's, your money's worth. If, he run, yeah. if you run across Jerry, you're going to get your money's worth on that I tour. Ran, I was leaving the other day, ran into a couple, and it was just them two, I guess, doing yeah. the tour. And they listen to the show, actually. They're like, oh, yeah, I listened to the show. And they mentioned, we just got done talking to Jerry Jones. He was <laughs> right. just walking by, which is, I mean, it doesn't happen all the time that he's walking around these hallways. But it's it's really awesome because he does take the time mm-hmm. to say hi to anybody and everybody. So if you ever run up to him, make sure you say hi because he will definitely, He'll definitely stop down and have sure. a conversation. This yep. place, you know those old sports center, or they still do them, those sports center commercials yeah. Yeah. Where in the office. It, it reminds me of that sometimes because, you know, every now and again, you'll just see Drew Pearson come by, yeah. or Roger Staubach, or Darren Everson Woodson. Yeah, yeah, you know. Roger Staubach. He yeah. walks past. He's walked yeah. past our office a few times just kind of like we're sitting there working, and next thing you know, Some, it's Roger The Staubach. other day, I just, like, literally it was just looked up, and it was just like a blur, and it was rowdy on a scooter. <laughs> Seriously, just coming by. And I was like, did that really happen? Like, it does. And or Welcome to the star. One day – and like the funniest thing you ever see ever is Broadus feet up, looking at tape, just kind of see see how the fit is. He's coming off the edge. You get a little closer and you see Sting, yeah, the wrestler in full uniform with <laughs> the bat, my... just like pointing like, okay, so what happens there? And he's like, see, because he blocks in the inside, <laughs> he's gonna pull. It's why I didn't get a video of that. I'm so glad you remember that story, Nick, because it was awesome. I was sitting there and I didn't even know he was sitting there. And and I'm sitting there watching, and then literally I'm sitting there watching, and I'm kind of like, and and he goes, he goes, 
Romo's throwing the ball pretty well there. <laughs> and I and I turn around, I'm like, and I'm like, and he's in full <laughs> he's in full gear. He's full in full makeup, everything. Full steam yeah. gear. Jacket, he, he's kind he's kind of looking at me, kind of watching the film, and I'm like, yeah, you know. And if you watch what's going on, <laughs> super it's... nice. I mean, he was in that time. You guys, yeah, everybody, yeah. we did the thing when he was in town. But that was one of those moments where I. Because he goes, man, Romo's throwing the And I didn't even hear him. And I turned wow. around, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Here, let me run this play back for you and show you. you know. And it was just kind of like, yeah, that's what happens. Every once in a while, you, you run into Never people. I, real quick, I, um, I went on a tour. I didn't do the tour. I stopped in. I kind of melted into a tour. And they were explaining why the Steelers have only one logo on the side of their helmet. And the guy uh, asked me, the, the tour guy goes, Brian, do you know why? And I'm like, well, let me tell you here. This is why, and that's why I went into the full story why. And then everybody's like, oh, wow. And they're like, the, 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 the tour guide was like, well, thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. And then I'm like, all right, you guys have a good day. Kind of walked on my way. So, I, I, yeah, our office is really close to this one wing of the tour. You know, and you obviously you hear you hear them. You hear the script All over day. and over, yeah. and so day. it's like it's over. I, and I can definitely give that part of it. Twenty consecutive winning seasons, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> five Super Bowl wins, but seven Super Bowl MVPs. How? Yeah. How? How? Why? How? Why? <laughs> All right, let's get not a flag. It's Nick's orange. favorite moment was when John Kreese came up here. But who? There's no doubt when when Kreese from oh. Karate Kid, Cobra yeah. Kai. He came up. I remember that. That was he, a, that was came Nick up, was like a like oh my god. And he gave me this picture and he autographed it and he goes, "Do you know what scene this is from?" And I'm kind of like, "Come of on, come on." And then I gave the line back to him with the same kind of you know voice, whatever. <laughs> and he was like, "You're creepy." Because <laughs> there, there was a part in there and I was like, "I know the line," you know, and I said it. And I go, "It'd be open season on him." And you, he goes, you've seen this movie. You're creepy. <laughs> Whatever. Thank you. You're like, thank like, you. thanks. Thanks. <laughs> thank awesome. You. All right, let's jump back in some questions. We've got to get these guys ready for Cowboys versus Lions. Sean Cunningham. Bears. Uh, I'm sorry. Jesus. Yeah, Bears. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, so Sean Cunningham asks, with Noah Brown's lack of practice this week, uh, assuming he doesn't go, do you see Kellen and Mike using more 12 or even 13 personnel groupings yeah. due to the up, uh, unproven nature of the wide receiver group um, as it as you look at the fourth, fifth, and sixth wide receivers? Uh, sure. I mean, I could see more tight ends yeah. there. I mean, yeah. because that also helps you run the ball like you want to do. Absolutely. But, but man, it's more pressure on CD. Who am I missing? Could this be a game that gets Gallup going? Because, I mean, Maybe. obviously to get two targets last hope. week, no Not catches. Turpin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep pounding on the table. Turpin. 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 Yeah, do you think this is a game where maybe Gallup... can get it Gallup. to Gallup and if you want him yeah. to get it to Turpin. Because you, all you have to She's do is not hand wrong. The, all you have to do is <laughs> hand the ball. Because I'm just asking you to hand it to Turpin. Yeah. Or you know, fake it to him. Yeah, I, I think to me with... you know. To me, they're secondary. They're they're legitimate pass defense, mm-hmm. you know. And so, if they're going to let you run the football, by all means, I'll you know, just just give me a game where, you know, it's they're getting they're converting third downs and they're finding a way to win in the red zone and you know play good defense if that's what it takes. But yeah, I'm I think more twelve personnel. And you're and you're right though. You got to find a way to get you know. And I'm not just talking about throwing him a screen, throwing him a screen, throwing you know, just legitimately get him the ball down the field. Gallup. Yes, Gallup. Yeah. I, I I get Gallup open. I put Turpin in the slot. Seriously, I put Gallup on the outside, and I let Turpin just fly right down the seam of the field. He's got to do it once, 
to scare the safety. Yeah. Do it the second time and just just fill him in the back. Just come underneath for yeah. about 12 yards over the middle. It's yeah. going to be there. And if it's not there, then Turpin's hanging out with Rowdy down in the end zone <laughs> on a deep ball. I mean, like, like you you got to use your speed to help the others. I'm not even asking to give Turpin the ball that much. Seriously. I just use his. You sound speed. like this is not a hard game. <laughs> it's not. Well, the next play we make I, it. We do make it hard. The yeah. next play make it that way I call too hard. will be the first. We do. I get that. I'm yeah. just yeah. saying. Way too you've hard. You've got a speed element. Use it so you can get the other guys open. That's the one thing he's got. I'd yep. be afraid to throw him the ball on a deep ball. I'd be afraid to throw that to him. I, I don't know if he can catch it. I wouldn't be afraid. Well, I'd give it a shot. I mean, you don't know until you do it, right? Right. Yeah. Do it. I mean, I I I don't I don't know, but I, I I know that if he catches it once, then the defense really has a problem. Well, I will tell you this: what I know about Michael Gallup is, you give him some balls deep, he's probably gonna make some of those catches. Oh yeah. So I'm just like, give that a shot. Like, do yeah. something you know is proven that they just can't Ooh. seem to get going right now. I had a story I was gonna tell you on the break. I forgot. You can't say it on there. No. Didn't <laughs> say anything at all. <laughs> he's setting us up so that after the show's over, he's like, he's gonna. Tell yeah, I gotta tell you something about, yeah, okay. about Gallup. Huh? Sorry. Okay. Sounds, Sorry, fans. Y'all won't side. know. The story. Can I use it on the radio, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell y'all story after, after Brian leaves. <laughs> all right. Next question. Well, you know says, what? Back to yeah. Mike, Michael. I think. I mean, he can be worse than what he was last week. True. Well, zero. <laughs> True. You can't get worse than that. Well, I mean, unless they have zero targets, then it's even worse. Oh, but okay. I don't think they'll yes, go there. Yes, there's yeah. always a chance for it to be even worse. Yeah. But my point is, you know, I was very, very looking forward to last week just seeing Dak with the combination of CD and Michael Gallup in there, and then add Noah Brown as well. But it just, it wasn't anything. So, to if that was the starting point, my hope is that. It can only get better as it because how do you not get the ball to a guy like Michael Gallup or even Ceedee Lamb? I mean, they, we've seen Damn them do quarterback. it. Also <laughs> oh, back, <laughs> back to Dak. All right. All right. Question from Ernie: Can you see Dallas calling this game differently if Zeke is out? Calling it differently, I don't see it differently. Not really. No, I mean, like you say, it's going to be about. Because they've done a great job. They got 27 carries out of both backs last week. Are you going to get 27 carries again this week? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe in the way of, especially with, you got two issues. If you're going to play more 13 personnel, yeah. 12 personnel, maybe those guys are used to help block more, you know, more yeah. than you would if you had Zeke out there. Maybe you're going to chip a little bit, but. Um, I don't. I don't. You know. I don't think it'll be a night and day difference there. No. I. But I. I, I mean. I, if for all the folks that like to see Pollard get a good opportunity, here's your. Gonna, here's your chance. I'm likely. Gonna, I'm going to say this. I don't know how close we are to the picks here. Pretty soon here. About to. But if if the Cowboys' defense doesn't get a turnover in this game, they're going to lose. That that's what that's why I feel about this. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. If they don't get a turnover, think about the game. They 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 was ten to six. They were up ten to six. It was twenty four to six because of the turnovers that the defense got. Short field, touchdown, touchdown, all that. But if you if if they don't get a turnover in this game, that means the Bears are moving the ball. That means the Bears are running the ball. I would think, and and I, and I don't think the offense is good, especially banged up offense. They got to get a turnover to get short fields, or they're not going to win. I, I really wow. believe that. And I think they will, though. I mean, I think they will get turnovers. I don't really agree with that, but, yeah, that's but fine. I mean, this is a good chance because you talked about the quarterback. How 
he's he can drop the he ball. He can cough it like, up. Yeah, yeah. That's your hope. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's not it's even not when he's running. He can cough okay, it yeah. without that's, a turnover. That's and, part and that's of my it. point. Yeah. That's I think yeah. that's what yeah. I'm really saying is if you if you don't force the Bears into what they normally do, yeah. if they play above themselves, that means they're because what are they doing? Three and out. I mean, if they run the ball three times and keep running and running, yeah. they're probably going to score on you. And I don't think this offense is going to score enough to to not take advantage of it. So I think they will get turnovers. But if they don't, I think the Bears win. All right. Let's go ahead and get to our predictions then. Let's see what uh, what you guys think is going to happen this weekend. Nick, you gave us what you think has to happen for the Cowboys to lose. So <laughs> I think I what think do you the, think is going to happen? I think the Bears will turn the ball over a little bit <laughs> and uh, a couple times, and I think the Cowboys will take advantage of it. I think they're a better team, and I, I do think that they're going to force Fields into throwing and throwing some picks or, or fumbling the ball or whatever. I think the Cowboys win 27-16. All right, Amber. Mm, okay. Um, I mean, just like most weeks, with the exception of the Eagles, I think the defense is going to do what they need to do. Um, I do think the Cowboys offense will score some touchdowns, um, similar to last week. They will be able to run the ball, and I think Dak will have a better game than what he did even last week. So Cowboys win at home. Um, I would say... 30, why not? Yeah, 30 points and 17 or something like that. Yeah, I think this is going to be the quickest game in the history of Dallas Cowboys football. <laughs> yeah, I mean both teams. And last week was a fast game. Yeah, and like yeah, we were going on a pregame like, oh wait, it's a three hour and thirty minute pregame postgame yeah. show. I'm like, whoa, what are we doing here? This is going to be a quick game. Both teams are going to try and run the ball. Tony uh, Romo said it on the broadcast with the lines. Uh, he was talking about Buffalo and Kansas City. Both teams kind of keep things going, kind of keep moving. You know, that, that's with your offense. You're not going to always score a lot of points, but the clock keeps moving. And I, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I, I think it's going to be the Cowboys. I, I could see a 24 to like 13 game, but it's going to move quick because both teams are going to just try and run the ball, establish their identities, and see if they can make the other one, you know, have to throw the football, you know, and, and, if you can make the Bears throw the football, they're going to lose the game for sure. But I think this is going to be both teams trying to run the ball and, and establish that that identity that they've had coming in. I think this is going to be a blowout. I think the Cowboys Falcons like forty-five to three kind of blowout. No, and actually, I, I don't think the Cowboys are going to score a huge amount of points. I actually think they're going to score about twenty-three. Uh, but I think they're going to. It, I don't think. They, I think they're going to blank uh, the Bears. I don't think the Bears score at all. I think the the this defense. And that's one of the things about this defense. I think one of the reasons why teams have had success running against them is because they are going to get the quarterback. I think in a game like this, going to get the quarterback is about stopping the run. And they will be solely focused on not letting this team run the ball. And if they do that well, which I expect they will, then I think they'll pretty much shut them down. And I think they'll they'll blink them. I think it'll be a 23-0 win for the Cowboys at home. Not even a field goal. Not even a field goal. Steve scored 30 points in the rain. Against Belichick on the road. That that that's. Just, I don't I don't know if you've been watching New England this year. Surprisingly, New England is a very very up and down team. I'm I not. I don't take from that. And I will say this: I, Dallas's defense far superior to whatever I, Belichick I, is doing up yeah, there I get in New it. England. I get it. I, I think they shut bold. this team down. But I'll tell you this: I don't look at this team a ton different than the team that they played last week, and they held that team to six yeah. points. I think. And in, my prediction is: is I in the first quarter. 
someone's going to be yelling at you going, oh, how'd that go? How'd that shut out? I mean, maybe. I think they'll kick a field goal like early on in the first maybe. drive. But like, well, You started maybe. the week saying how your mind had kind of changed about the Bears a little bit after they no, played no. on the No, no. He had him at negative seven points. I, yes, I, I literally, I thought before, before I saw him play Monday night, I thought the Bears were the worst team in the NFL. I don't think they're the worst team in the NFL anymore. I still don't think they're very good. Personally, that's and, the Buccaneers. And, and, and the Buccaneers them, are the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> and if you watch them, like it, they are a tale of two different teams. Like yeah. some weeks they can show up, like last week and play pretty good. There are other weeks when I've watched them There's where a it's lot been of, like, what the heck was that? That's horrible football. Yeah. Like undisciplined football. Just it just it looked horrible. And I think that's probably what you're more in line to see this weekend because I think this defense can make them look like that. Okay, I guess we will we'll see. see. I have some, you know. They have some decent wins too. Yeah, they're actually. I think both two of their wins have been in the pouring rain. Yeah, so I don't think that's going to happen this weekend. Uh, definitely won't happen at AT and T Stadium. I don't say definitely to anything. I'm going to say definitely. Right. Can't that get the roof happening. closed. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a problem. That would be a problem. That would be a problem. All right, appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back on Monday. We'll tell you what went right and wrong for the Cowboys. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I am Derek Eagleton. This has been the break live on DallasCowboys.com. Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!